Do you want an insight into the minds of the industry professionals? Then there's only one place to be. One place to be. The Ins and Out Podcast with your host, Kane Silver. In this episode of the Ins and Outs Podcast, I speak with Welsh actor Kai Owen. Kai is currently touring the UK with the show The Full Monty and tells us what it's like preparing for his role, going from fit to fat. That's right, fit to fat, not fat to fit fit too fat he became a chubby monkey kai also tells us about his experience playing pedo pete in hollyoaks and the impact it had on people and how he prepared for his character because that must have been a fucking hard role to play then we discuss how kai deals with audition rejection and how he became an actor if you or your family are looking to book your dream holiday whether it's to go to la and take some classes go to new york on a shopping trip Go on a safari in Africa and see some lions and tigers and bears. Oh, my. Or you can go skiing in the Alps. Or you could be booking your dream honeymoon. Then go check out Not Just Travel Tracy. That's where I book all my holidays and I go to the best places and get the best deals. Make sure you tell Tracy that you found her from the Ins and Outs podcast because I've hooked you all up. That's right. I've hooked you up with VIP treatment. That means very important person treatment. That's right. She'll give you all the best deals on the best holidays. And you can find Tracy on Facebook as Not Just Travel Tracy or visit www.notjusttravel.com forward slash Tracy dash silver. One more time because that's a lot. www.notjusttravel.com forward slash Tracy dash silver or to make it easier if you couldn't get that twice you can click the link in the bio here is kai owen and we are in motherfucker What's yeah up? i start every intro with we are in motherfucker good lad <laughs> <laughs> how are you mate i'm really good man really good in sunny swindon uh on tour with the full monty um yeah full on but but i'm having a great time it's my second time doing the tour I've had like a year's gap and then we're, we're, we're only just started it really because yeah. we're going through till May 2019. So it's it's full on, man. But it's, so it's your second time doing this show as the same character? Yeah, second time as Dave as on Dave. the tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I watched the show last night. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was very excited to see the show just purely because I didn't really know what to expect. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And it's, I, I don't know what, I was coming in with no expectations, but it's a yeah. play, isn't it? Yeah. yeah Ideally, yeah. I don't know why whenever I go watch shows, it's always like, singing and dancing course, and acting, yeah, 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 but yeah, no yeah, it's yeah. like a straight play with yeah. lots of yeah. lots of comedy yeah like yeah. that was my and you know there's emotion attached to it and stuff yeah, but yeah, yeah. ideally the main thing is it made me laugh an awful lot yeah, yeah how yeah. much fun do you have with that cast yeah it's great they're they're um they're a lovely lovely bunch um we all have to get on it's hard work you know the six lads are intense on the stage the six monty mm-hmm. boys as we're called um we're quite intense especially myself and gary lucy um and there's a lot of banter. It's 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 a great play to do. It's the lines are good. You know, it's yeah. written so well. It is the film on stage. It's written by the same guy. You know. Yeah. I think he had an idea for the for the stage version of it first, really. Yeah. Um. But then it it developed into a screenplay, and he sold it to Fox in America. Uh-huh. He sold it for twelve thousand, right? Twelve thousand dollars, I think it was, or it could be twelve thousand pounds as a buyout. Okay. Oh. 
it went on to make 250 million at the box office. Oh my God. Yeah, highest grossing British comedy of all time. So he sold it for 12 grand. <laughs> Fox made 250 million. He's done all right since because he's done at the, start. the Hunger Games and all that and Slumdog Millionaire. He's done. He's, he's a good writer. Yeah. So he's been okay since. Like, and this, um, I bet he didn't make that mistake again. No, definitely not, man. But so it's, it's the film on stage. So it, the characters are so uh, identifiable, but it's such a good laugh to do. Yeah. And we know, and the thing is, it's weird. You know, when you're doing a good show, yeah. it's kind of like, if it's it's a lot easier. You're a lot more confident on stage. You know this this will land. This will get a laugh. You wait for this. You're kind of waiting. Yeah. Um, to show the audience what's coming next. Yeah. So there's a nice um, excitement on stage, and especially because it's so popular, it's packed all the time. So it yeah. makes a massive difference when you perform into a full house, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. You know? And last night was literally packed to the brim. Yeah. You know. So it, it makes the show a lot easier. It's hard work, but when you know you've got a full house, yeah, you're up for it, aren't you? You know, it. it you get yourself up for shows anyway, but. When you've got a full house, it's like yeah. yeah. But so we're all buzzing last night, and uh, and and yeah, it's just a joy to do. It's a great laugh. The part I play is just a br- it's a great part. Yeah, so. it's hilarious. But yeah. you're constantly on stage. Yeah, I, I feel I'm, like you're on the most. I'm on the most. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, it's uh, two hours straight through for me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you get changed like once and undressed once. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but. exactly. Yeah, yeah. And you know, so it's a good workout for two hours. But I've got to be out of shape for it. Obviously, I've got to I've, I've put on a stone. Yeah, I was gonna I've say put on stuff. So it's like, but it's okay. It's okay to do that. But it's funny, isn't it? Because yeah. I feel like when people think of actors. And we think of, you know, you mainly think of Hollywood roles and stuff. Yeah. And you think of, oh, look how, look at uh, the great shape they got in for this film. Yeah, and yeah, they got yeah. ripped for this film. Yeah, of course. Whereas you've had to do the complete opposite for this role. Yeah. Because yeah. before this, you were running marathons. Yeah. You yeah, know, you yeah. were like Mr. Fitness UK. <laughs> I love you know my, I mean? love my, yeah. It's just, it's just getting, because he's got a body, conf- the D- Dave character's got body confidence issues. He's not obese. He's not, he's just let himself go. His mojo's gone because they're all depressed because they've lost their jobs. Yeah. So Dave is just a bit out, a bit bigger than all the other lads and he's out of shape, but he's just, he just doesn't want to show his body or re- reveal yeah. himself. So he's down in the dumps. He's eating lots of chocolate and he's, he's mm. just lost his, lost his mojo. So, um, it, um, they're not all, you know, the, the lads aren't, Cut off it like um, like your host is, everybody. Um, you know they're uh, they're just normal blokes with um, average sort of bodies. But Dave is larger than like larger yeah. than most of them, sort of thing. So. so, how hard has it been for you to prepare for this role? Because obviously, I was looking yesterday and I was thinking, you know, you used to run every morning at five six a.m. Yeah, yeah. So you've had to cut all your actual lifestyle habits that you've managed yeah. to create. All these healthy things you've. Imp- yeah, implied to your lifestyle. Yeah, you've had to cut them all. It's to really fit this role. Honestly, mate, it's quite difficult because I because I'd suffered with mental health as well and depression. Running helps that massively. Yeah. Going up for a run in the morning or going yeah. out to the gym or anything sorts my head out for the day. It's like it's a great endorphin boost, as you know, mate. It's so so actually I've had to curb all that a bit. So I am still running, and but I'm doing it more in the gym on the treadmill just yeah. for like you're lifting weights as well because you had yeah. you, Although you've put on weight, yeah, you didn't look like wobbly fat. No, no, no. Like, yeah, exactly. Even, even I watched with Georgia, and obviously yeah. she was like, he looks like he's built a big old muscly chest and big shoulders. You yeah, kind of got yeah. that Bane look to you. Yeah, I think it's more, I think I have been trying to do that just to keep, just to keep fit. Yeah. Because I'm worried, you know, <laughs> just I don't want to be unfit, you know, because I've got to eat more. Yeah. So I want to just try and balance it all out with, with, with some sort of training. So yeah, I have been doing a bit, you know, heavier weights and then, uh, and then just not running so far, yeah. not running outdoors. Because I'd go for an hour in the morning and it'd just be amazing. Yeah. But like yesterday, I did 5K on the treadmill, half an hour, not at a great pace. Yeah. So it doesn't really burn too many calories. Yeah. Eight, eight before, it's like went to do them at 12. Just good for the heart. Yeah, yeah. So it, all that side of things, it's fine. Um, but as soon as the job finishes, I'll be... 
I'll uh, back I'll to yourself. Cut down, yeah, back to myself. I've always yeah. been a big lad, but I'll I'll, dro- I'll try and drop a stone again. And just, and yeah. Speaking of getting into roles and getting into character, before this, you had a very interesting role on Hollyoaks. Yeah, can you tell us about that? Yeah, man, I I was um, I was in Hollyoaks for two years, um, and every year Hollyoaks run. Um, a story that raises awareness. You know, mm-hmm. they 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 work in, alongside a charity that um, that they that they run a storyline with, and because of the demographic that watch Hollyoaks, they always they always sort of um, target sort of teenagers and the mm-hmm. young sort of people because it's on at tea time and stuff. You know, there's been yeah. uh, there's been bullying, eating disorders, um, um, struggles with sexuality and all that. Mm-hmm. And then one big storyline that they did a couple of years ago was a sexual abuse storyline. Mm-hmm. Uh, showing the um, the effects and um, how young people can get groomed by these um, predators um, who are out there, sadly. Um, so I went in uh, to play the abuser, to mm-hmm. play Pete, who was um, who was a stepdad to the family. Uh, the McQueens have been in Hollyoaks for years, um, and um, the mother of the McQueens, Reenie, had been out, but she came back, and they knew about Pete, this this Pete character. And he came in, and uh, he uh, he basically um, came in with a with, with a history of abuse to these girls, this McQueen family, and he especially targeted one young girl called Cleo, Cleo McQueen. And the whole story arc showed the grooming process, mm-hmm. to the abuse, to the manipulation, to how he how he. Um, lie to everybody this facade that, that on the on the on the outside looks they look like normal guys and who are really affable really friendly people like them but behind closed doors they have this dark secret and stuff and uh manipulate people to 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 lie and basically fall in love with them and do what they want it's a very very harsh dark storyline mm. um and in the end it worked turned out that Pete had abused more than one of the girls he 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 sexually abused Cleo He'd mentally abused Celine in terms of in terms of sending her down the road the the, uh, the road of um, bulimia kind of thing. You mm-hmm. know, it was a body image sort of yeah. thing. And then there was another character called Portia who he who he tried it on with and tried to rape sort of thing. So it was a really hard storyline with lots of historical abuse. But what it did do, it showed. Um, how these people work. So for the for the viewer, it showed like, look, th- this is what's happening. It's ro- if there's somebody around you who's doing this, it's wrong. Yeah, it's dark. Talk to people. The ha- the hashtag was no more secrets. Yeah, talk. Don't be afraid to talk. You know, get it out there. So it just showed Pete from like the whole arc of of, of being introduced to the grooming, to the abuse, to everything, to the um, to the accusation, to him going, what? Don't believe him. You know, don't be so yeah. silly. To then the arrest to the court case to gathering of evidence to the whole thing to the whole to the way that the the, the victims are handled and handled with care mm. and 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 they will be believed you know if if you if you tell your tale so that was a whole storyline that went right through over about 18 months a beginning middle and end and it got some great it got great reviews and it got mm. great acclaim in the press and actually um just recently i've heard that there's a big court case in Sheffield that with with a girl mm-hmm. who was inspired from the storyline to speak out, oh, wow. and 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 uh, her, one of her family members is currently um, being, being tried and being convicted on 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 all counts of counts of abuse. So we we did we did our we did our job. So you know the message I mean? was sent. Yeah, but it's a dark character. He was a paedophile. Yeah. Um, and I was more interested in the psychology. I quite like them true crime books. You know the way mm-hmm. they. You know, I read a lot, a lot of serial killer books, and I'm more yeah. fascinated by the psychology of these people. What makes them like this? Who mm-hmm. are they? What kind of people? What kind of person that they are? So I was more intrigued in the psychology of these men. 
How do you get into character for that kind of role? Do you have to like do do you research it? Yeah. Do you, do you pinpoint some like a another role that you've seen and go yeah, or another good. role that you've played and gone right? Try and channel that, but adapt yeah, you it? could do a bit of that. I think yeah. With Hollyoaks, we got great we got great assistance from the NSPCC. Mm-hmm. We got we we had advice that they they, they um you know the, the the script was handled with care. Um, you know, we were showed in the right way. You know, we could have done, they didn't do the, the, the soap ending of let's blow him up in a car on the edge of a cliff. Yeah. You know, because they need to see how these people get dealt with properly. Yeah, and you're, you're touching people who are dealing with real life things. Absolutely. So it's very this delicate. is a tender, you know, very sensitive subject to do. So what what they did is we, um, yeah, yeah, research, definitely. A lot of research. Reading a lot of sad, heartbreaking statistics about what goes on. Mm. Um and then during, just before we started filming, we we met with victims of abuse. Oh, the NSPCC brought in about 12 people, uh, boys and girls, who uh, who have been through the whole cycle of abuse and who have um, been affected in, in just horrific ways, but have come in through the other side. They're now getting the, the post... Um, uh, you know, like events sort of yeah, the, the stress, the, the aftercare sort yeah. of thing. You know, so I just picked their brains basically, and as and the, and the girls in the cast as well, who were who were the victims, they they were questioning them about how they were, and and, and I was, I just asked them questions, and they were very open. They they were willing to answer any questions about. So how did this guy? How how was this person with you? I said, oh, he was. You know, oh, everybody thought he was great. Everybody thought he was wonderful. Oh no, my mm. my stepdad couldn't do that. Oh, my uncle couldn't do that. Oh, my one of them was the mother. You know what I mean? My mother yeah. couldn't do that and all that. How could they? But but. So these people on the front, they're like chameleons. They 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 yeah. look great, they they feel great, they, they 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 make people feel great, but they have a dark secret. So I wanted to make him charming to the outside world, to everybody else in the Hollyoaks village, but inside, yeah, dark. Um, did it affect your person, like your your real at home life, your personal life? No. When people see you in the street, where they like, there's that pedo but, from Hollyoaks. There's pedo Pete. I get that quite a bit, but 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 it's kind of banter. It's kind of like I don't. I never. It never bothered me one tiny bit. Yeah. Um. It's banter with a lot of people who see me. You know, they know the story. They know. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hang on a second. This is this is yeah. sensitive. So stuff. no one's sending you hate mail. No, like, <laughs> do you know what? There, there is a few silly people on Instagram and and Twitter who will, who who, who struggle with the divide of going real life and like Hollyoaks for yeah. crying out loud. Trolls. Yeah. You can't feed into that. You know, you know, people think, you know, how sick he must be to take on that role. Well, actually, I, I think it's the complete opposite. Yeah. I wanted to take on the role. Because you're going to I wanted to tell the story because it helps. So it's it's their problem. But honestly, 99% of the time, it was fine. I, I didn't even have any qualms about doing it because my agent said, look, this is a hard role. You know, they're... they're, 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 they're they're struggling to find somebody who's willing to take it on kind of thing, you know, because mm-hmm. there's a lot. I'm like, no, not at all. Let's tell the story. The story and the awareness of it is far more important than what I'm doing. Yeah, you're you know, sending a message. Yes, it's a job for me. Yes, it's a great it's a great gig and nice profile for be, to be in Hollyoaks and that experience of it all. But that, that aside, the, the message and the storyline is a massive... And I do a lot for the NSPCC now. I've run the marathons for the NSPCC yeah. and I'm still a supporter. So because whilst doing it, Jesus Christ, I found out some awful statistics that, that, that has made me more and more passionate to support them. Yeah. And you know all these shows, like, you know, they'll bring back Pedo Pete, I'm sure. At some oh, point. he'll be back. He'll, he'll be, be back. Yeah, he'll be back you as know. a reformed character. Yeah. yeah. He'll be released yeah. from Guaranteed. some cell he'll be, he'll or something. Be back to, he'll be back to create yeah. some habits. So but... although we're sending a good message career-wise, it's like, 
it's like EastEnders. How many re- how many times do you see yeah. someone come back? Of course, yeah, step yeah. back from the dead, from the dead, even. I mean, yeah. that's even, yeah. But I mean, if it's done right, of course, I'd go back. And, yeah. and they and the thing is, they do these subjects. They Hollyoaks is the best is the best at doing these subjects. Yeah. They handle it all sensitively. They've just done a Bellinia story, and uh, they, they've they've smashed it out of the park. Yeah. And what's next for you now? Um, I, I'm doing this until May 2019. And then, obviously, in between, there's a little break. Uh, we have a six weeks off over Christmas where all the theatres get filled with pantomime, as you know. Uh, oh, I, a happy time. Where I first met Lovely Kane. Um, and I'm going up to Stoke, the Regent Theatre Stoke, to uh, play the Sheriff of Nottingham in Robin Hood. Nice. With Johnny. I'm Lux very excited Christian. to come and see. <laughs> I know. I'm very upset I'm not in it. I'm, I'm, I'm good. You're not in it. it it's Dream Boys, because obviously <sighs> rehearsals for us start in panto, like, First, second week in November normally, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like mid-November. But I don't finish tour until the 15th of December. Gosh, you don't tour in December, yeah. So I need to find a way to get my boss to let me get out of my shows it for November, in, December. It fits in perfectly because I think we start on the 2nd of December this time rehearsal. So we've got a week's rehearsal of a show that they've not done before, Johnny and Christian yeah. and Robert. But they'll do it. They'll smash it out of the park. They always do. And, 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 it's, and I've had this, the script came through last week. It was like, oh my God, it's that time of year. It's gone so quick this year, yeah. by the way. I was literally thinking this morning, I can't believe we start Panto in a month. When did you start for Monty? Uh, we started this at, at rehearsals end of August. Mm-hmm. We opened on the 6th of September. So we, we've only, we've been, we've been doing about six weeks so far. Yeah. Um, we've got some big venues to come in. We're doing Birmingham, Darlington. This, this, this half, we've got Swindon. Four more weeks left before we have a Christmas breaks. So we've got Darlington, Birmingham, Stoke, and Norwich. And then in the new year, we've got some big. We've got Manchester Opera House, Newcastle, Glasgow, yeah. and Liverpool Empire. Oh, so we've some got, beautiful theatres. Again, some amazing. Liverpool places. Empire is one of my favourites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right next to the station. Right you know, next to good there, energy. So, so it's fantastic. Yeah, great people as well. So um, yeah, that's it. That's it really. And then I'm just. I'm just updating my showreel, getting some Hollyoak stuff on that. Mm-hmm. And then just, you know, I'm excited to see what what, what comes next, really. I'll, uh, um, I don't know if it'll be full Monty again. I don't know whether this will, I think this is the last ever tour they're talking about of this. Uh, it's been around the block a few times now. Yeah. So a lot of people have seen it. They may bring it back in a few mm-hmm. years' time, but I hope to go on to something else. You yeah. Know? But who knows? What is there anything that you see that you'd like to do that you're aiming for? I'd love to be in it. I'd like to be, because I've done a nice bit of TV over the years with, with uh, Torchwood and Hollyoaks and nice long runners. I'd like to get a nice series, basically. There's some great dramas on at the moment. Mm-hmm. I'd like to get in, you know, I'd, I'd love a TV drama. Yeah. Um, it's vastly different to theatre. So whatever comes. And, and you know, anybody in this business who's working is lucky because, you know, it's, it's, it's a precarious so business. It's, <laughs> it's so, so hard. hard. So basically just to keep working, yeah. really, mate. If I could pick a nice long, long, long running yeah. drama series. But ideally, just to keep working. Yeah, I always see da- uh, dancers' lives and actors' lives is quite similar. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, no. all or nothing. Listen, when you're doing it, it's the best job in the world. Yeah. And then you just got to, you know, be careful when you're doing it and then be prepared mentally, you know, to, to know that, it's going to be times are going to be tough. Mm. Keep your head on, keep positive. Something will happen. Have you ever had any long stints where there's no work and you're like, holy fuck, what do I do? Absolutely, mate. I mean, th- it happens to us all. I mean, I haven't really done anything since the since the last full Monty tour, really. Yeah. And that finished in in, in April 2017. So mm. I haven't really done anything in that 12 month period because I knew that I was doing this again. So it was a job. Yeah. To put, I did a few radio plays and a panto. I wasn't as busy as I'd like to have been, really. Yeah. Um, so really 12 months of quiet time. Yeah. Knowing that I had something, which is always nice, but, yeah. you know, it's trying to survive in that fucking time. You trying know? to fit something so specific in that gap. Yeah, for that day, you know, it's so difficult. You go for a role and they go, oh, it's, and, and, it's a year and a half and you go, and I can I only offered, do a year. I got offered the second uh, contract of the Full Monty in October 2017, so like almost 12 months before it started. Yeah. But then I'm going, well, 
can I take the gamble of nothing coming? You know, do I turn it down or do I, you know, or, 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 or do I take it? It's a good contract. Um, if I turn it down, nothing might not happen at all. So, mm. I, and, and I had such a good time on the last one. I thought, right, I'll do it. I've got 12 months to try and fit something yeah. in. It didn't work out, but um, I'm glad I've taken it now. It's here. I'm doing it. And um, and then we'll see what comes after that. But yeah. um, It's funny, isn't it? Well, I've only ever seen you do... I've not really seen much of Torchwood, but yeah. I've seen you do Hollyoaks and then I've seen you do Panto in this yeah. and how different the characters that you range of playing, you know, yeah. you either play the the evil <laughs> psychedelic guy, the pedo Pete, yeah, yeah. or you play, you know, the funny comedic villain in Panto yeah, yeah. or, you know, you play Dave in <laughs> here, Dave, which just yeah. makes everyone laugh. Yeah. it's that's... Is there a specific role that you prefer normally? Do you know what? It's the joy of it, really. I mean, I've never done anything. I mean, I always played the nice guy. Or in, in Torchwood, in things before that, mm. I was the average normal Welsh bloke who who um, who just got the husband, the best mate, and all that. Mm. A bit like Dave. So I'd never done a baddie before, but Christ alive, I got a baddie in, in Hollyoaks, yeah. a proper baddie. The extreme. The extreme. From one extreme to the other, mate, yeah. it's They're nice to play, much nicer to play. But I think... I think that's just the joy of, of, of our business at times. You know, you, 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 you know, somebody thinks outside the box and cast you in something. It's mm. a good challenge. You know what I mean? Yeah. None, none more so than my mate, our mate Christian, you know, yeah. who's the best dame in the land. Yeah. But then you go and see him on stage. It's like, Jesus, yeah. the powerhouse and he, of the a work. classical actor. Yeah. And he eats a baby on stage. You know, and does all that, you know, and does all that in, in, I can't remember the name of the play, but Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, Blasted. Blasted. I was going to say bruised. Blasted. Yeah, yeah, blasted. Just unreal. You know, so that's the range that that you get. And with Christian, it's, it's, it's I love seeing him play all these different parts from the mm. absolute superb masterclass of a yeah. dame to then playing Malvolio in Twelfth Night. Again, a masterclass. And then to Blasted and then to like another comedic role in Little Voice. It's That's, that's the joy. So when, mm. when a caster thinks outside the box, I think it's good. Yeah. Because it's we're all typecasting in a way because we all look the way we do. Yeah. But, you know... You're a pretty fantastic dame as well, though, I must say. Oh, thanks, I've mate. seen you as an ugly sister, <laughs> yes, and you're we did, fucking we? ugly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were. That's the first time. Cinderella, that was good. Becky Lizetsky's coming yeah, back this year as well. she is. Yeah. What a legend. <laughs> what a legend, I know. You're going to have so much fun. I might just come up from my days off. Just come up. Sit in the wing. You know you can. You know, sit you in know the wing. That. Like, oh. That's the greatest thing about doing it up there at the Regent Theatre, because Bobby can come up, my boy. Yeah. And just like, and he run loves around, it. run around the theatre. You, you know, know. And he's, he's eight now, so Mickey's there, Dylan's there. It's like a family, you know, if you wanted to just come and hang yeah. out backstage, yeah, it's no well, problem. I always say if I could do any job in the world full time, it'd be Panto in the Region Theatre. Yeah, I know. Like I would turn down any job on the quick. planet if yeah. I could do it year round. Yeah, like, it goes if too it went quick. all year. Yeah, it goes too quick every year because um, it is his family. We have such a good laugh. No egos. It's not a job, is it? It's not. It's just, you know, get get that first week of intense rehearsals out of the way, but then... Then it's done, isn't it? It's like fuck around, even the rehearsals it? are fun. Yeah, anyway, we just I mean, play. You off, you go and do your dances. All right, shows this, shows that, shows this, and I'll never forget when uh, we were doing Dick Whittington and you were King Rat, mm. and uh, you were doing your fight scene with Chris. No, with Johnny, Johnny at the end, and yeah. you did a plank in the middle of the stage. <laughs> we did you to plank for yeah. your, and you did the plank and said your lines for like thirty seconds, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was. Crying, <laughs> and that's what I always say to people. You yeah. know, people go, "Oh, you've danced for all these artists. What's your favorite thing you do?" And I go, "Panto." Yeah. And no one ever understands why. It's, it's just that, yeah. It, it's just I don't know. It's just fantastic. I watch I watch it from the wings, and there's there's nothing like it. And especially in the region, there's something really special about it's magical, it. isn't magical, it? Magical, yeah. And again, this year, you know, they've got this huge panto lined up for them. Mm. Uh, 3D effects, the work, and Johnny and Christian leading it. 
bigger cast this year. Yeah. A lot more sort of um, principal characters. Mm -hmm. Robin Hood and his Merry Men, and they've cast it brilliantly. brilliantly. You know, Little John is 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 you know. They've 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 got a brilliant little John. They've got Will Scarlet, Campus Tits, Will Scarlet. They've they've, they've got Phil as a little John, so they've got a dwarf as little yeah. John. Of course they have, because you know, brilliant. Yeah. They have Phil to Christian and Johnny, and he and he's a well up for it. So it's, yeah. it's hilarious. It's going to be hilarious. I'm so excited. Big 3D section, a big oh yeah. There's I can't I won't really spoil it because it's a great. There's a lot of effects in it. I get to sing Bat Out of Hell. Nice. Yeah, there's some good good tunes in it as well. That's, that's a bang. Yeah. That's a hard one to sing. Like. I know. Are you ready for it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Pete Fain will drop yeah. it and knock it down yeah. for me. Yeah. Yeah. Add some sound like effects. Hell, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's good. Like you said, it's a really good laugh. I watch from the wings every night, and it's buzzy. It's a great time of year. It's Christmas. It's yeah. and you just to see the kids' faces in the audience, the buzz at the end. Yeah. And I know they're all looking forward to it in Stoke. Yeah. It's a highlight of the year for it them. It is. You most know. definitely. It's like if you do panto in Stoke, you're like a, a local celeb. Yeah, you are, and it's busy. It's packed. It sells well every year. It's mm. it's brilliant. I don't think I've ever done a dead show there. No man, not at all. Like even matinees are busy. Yeah, school kids. Even after Christmas, full. yeah, yeah. All you know, the lead up to Christmas is just stonking. They, it's buzzing, man. Yeah. yeah. How um how did you get into acting? What what made you want to be an actor? Yeah, I went to school. It was in school. It was in school of um. I was never shy to sort of get up on stage. Nobody in my family are actors. Come from a tiny town in North mm. Wales, Llanroost, literally tiny town. And um, I um, I was never really shy of getting up on stage and reading. Yeah. If anybody can anybody read this, you know, yeah, I'll read. Uh, do assembly, yeah, I'll do assembly. I just ne I just didn't bother me, mm. and I wasn't really. I, I was part of the footy team with the lads and all that. It was just like nothing. Yeah, I do. I just do it, and. I um, it, it, I just it just went from there really, and then they they did they did a show in school they did Oliver in in, in uh, as a school show first time they'd ever done it at the school show a, a Christmas production for a long time they did Oliver in English and in Welsh oh wow <laughs> and I they and then I got they asked me to do Fagin mm -hmm. so we did it two nights in English two nights in Welsh alternative nights. And, and I just got the bug, really thought. And, and people said, oh, he's good at it. He could do it. He's, he's good at him. He, he could have a career in it. I never really thought about it because it, it it wasn't even on our scale. It wasn't even in our no. in, in, in our lives, you know, going, oh, you've got to... That's, that, that, was, that just felt so far away. And then luckily, the, the, the music teacher, George Lloyd, you know, said, look, it's possible. There's, there's youth theatres you can go to. There's drama schools you can go to if you wanted to do this. Then an amazing English teacher came in our fifth year called Joy Ossel. And she was really... She'd been away and she'd she know she'd been she she'd done a lot of drama. Mm -hmm. Um and she had a passion for it and she knew the path to go down. So with her guidance and George Lloyd's guidance, we did shows in school. We set up a drama club in school with my mate Craig Ryder, who's now in Battle of Hell, mm -hmm. um, who's done ever so well as well. And 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 you know, we, we had a little drama group and we did our shows and I suddenly just got a passion for it. It was just something that I could do. Yeah. Um and like, and, and enjoyed, um, I enjoyed the buzz, bit of a show off, I suppose, good for the ego, but just something I could do. And then I got, you know, encouraged to to, to, um, to apply for National Youth Theatre of Wales, which mm -hmm. I did. And then I applied, I, I went to there and then they said, um, what, you know, there, there's drama schools around. So I applied to that and I went to Mount View. I got accepted in Mount View in 1995. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then I, uh, Graduated there in 1998, so I left. So 20 years this year I've been out of drama school. 20 years in the wow. business. Yeah. When was your first job? Straight after drama school in um, at Stafford Castle, 
uh, in the Shakespeare Festival playing Ariel in the Tempest. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was my. Uh, that was the first gig. What uh, was your What was your goal as an actor? Was it to do plays, TV, film? What was your objective? Because I remember being a dancer. I remember seeing uh, a guy called Glenn Ball at a dance competition, and he danced for Kylie. And I remember always seeing him on TV. And I always remember going, I want to be that guy behind yeah. the artist on TV. Yeah, and yeah, I had yeah, a vision. Yeah. I didn't want to dance in musicals, and I didn't want to dance in for to be the dancing artist i wanted yeah. to be behind artists was there a vision for you yeah i wanted to do musicals yeah. i wanted to do because all the shows we did at school were musicals and musical theater i still love musicals and i and, and i wanted to be in the west end hmm. i wanted to do les mis i wanted to be like michael ball i wanted to uh, I, I learned to sing like michael ball like you know i i sang in my room when i got the bug it got it just developed you know i didn't really read plays i i listened to musicals yeah um, I went to London to see Blood Brothers, to see Greece, to see shows, you know, like that. Right, I didn't go to the Globe or the RSC or the National. I went to see musicals. That was the dream for me. Not mm-hmm. and and I and not to dance. It was it was it was to sing. I was very I can't do cats. Mm. I've had no dancing in me at all whatsoever. It's not what I saw last well, night, my friend. I, you know, I could move a bit, but saw like, them hips moving. Yeah, Did it give Patrick Swayze <laughs> a run for his money? But it was just it was just it was just that it was like I want to sing about that on the West End stage. That's yeah. what I'd love to do Blood Brothers on the West End stage. That that was kind of it. So Mountview Mountview attracted me because it, it had a three year acting and musical theatre course. Yeah. And it was the best in the land at the time for musical theatre. It probably still is for acting, right? Yeah, it it it, it was it, I think it is, but it was at the time, Mountview was, was was churning out musical theatre. Everybody in the programme I was going to see went to Mountview. Mountview. So I thought I wanted to go there. So I auditioned and I was lucky enough to get in. So I did a three-year musical theatre course. Hmm. I haven't done a musical since. So <laughs> Hilarious. The only, the closest thing I've done to a musical is Panther. Yeah. Um, so I can, you know, I, I haven't had any, I, I do sing. I've, I've had a few auditions for musicals since. Mm-hmm. I've been close to a few. But um, uh, I am... Um, it was musical theatre that that was my part, and, yeah. I, and I still do love musical theatre. Yeah. Do you still do you still have the desire to tick that box? Yeah, hundred percent. I've been close to a couple of nice roles. Um, I, I was up for I was being close to playing the part of Shrek. Oh, nice. Uh, and I and I, you know you get you as recalls go down, you know, you get yeah. cut down, you get cut down. So I was down to the last handful, dozen mm-hmm. to play Shrek, I think, close once, and I got and I got down to the finals for to play Trunchbull in Matilda at yeah. one time. Um, Again, that'd be a nice role. I fancy yeah. that. That'd be a good, you know, as you do, you get close, you know, you know, yeah. you're down to the last, you know, however it was, uh-huh. you know, you recall after recall after recall going, oh, you're close now. I'm close. I'm close. You know, you're getting out to the finals and it doesn't work out. It doesn't work out. That's, yeah. the, that's our business. But it is a box I'd like to tick. It is. Um, yeah, very much so. I think I'd like to, you know, I've had the experience in long running plays, TV, I've done films and radios and things, and I think a, 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 mu- a stint in a musical um, is something I haven't done, mm. and actually, it's the thing that I wanted to do most of all. Yeah. And when I when I first started out, um, just to maintain the voice, get the voice singing, get the voice strong. I've got a voice, you know. I just need, when I when I have singing lessons, it gets better. It's like yeah. the gym, you know. The muscle memory's there. So I would like to do that. Yeah, I think that would be something that I'd love to. I don't know what. I don't know what. I'd love to play Sweeney Todd in. In, in you know, yeah. that'd be a great part. I did that in Mountview, my, one of my final shows. I played Sweeney Todd at Mountview. Yeah. So I'd like to revisit that. Now I'm getting old. Now I'm going on in years, sort of thing. Um, I'd, I'd, Sweeney Todd would be a great part that yeah. I'd love to have a go at. 
But, you know, yeah, I mean, a good mate of mine, Steve Mayo, has just got into Les Mis. He's playing Tenardier, and he'd never done a musical uh, since drama school, I don't think. And he's in Les Mis having a ball, and he's just signed on and going, yeah, I'd like to do, maybe I would, maybe, maybe get some singing lessons and, and try Les Mis for a year yeah. or something, you know. Um, just to tick that box and get that different experience and a different buzz. Yeah. Because there's nothing like, there's nothing beats singing on stage to me. Singing I mean, I wish I could say I knew what it's like, but I can't sing for the life of me. <laughs> Best dancer I've ever seen in my life can't sing. God, can't, if can't. you could sing, Jesus oh, If I could Christ. sing, I'd put Justin Timberlake out of business. Oh, my God. I didn't say that. He's my hero. You wouldn't be here now. You'd be getting somebody else to somebody else to somebody else yeah. to employ somebody else to interview me for your <laughs> podcast company that has about 50 million subscribers <laughs> if Kane Silver could sing. If I could sing. Yeah. I'm a really good mime, though. <laughs> Yeah, lip sync. Only lip sync. Well, Britney made it. Why can't I? <sighs> Mate, exactly. you know, Justin uh, Timberlake can't sing though. Can yeah, he? he's phenomenal. He's yeah. my hero. He's yeah, the reason I, I dance. I yeah. shouldn't have said I'd be better than him. He's my, he's my man crush. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think everybody's got a bit of. He's amazing. Yeah, he can sing, and uh, of course, yeah, he and can. he can act. All yeah. right, you're killing yeah. me. Yeah, good on him. Good on him. Yeah. Um, a common question I always get, and you just kind of sourced made me think to ask you uh how do you deal with rejection so as a dancer rejection yeah. is 99.9 percent of our job and i always say if you don't learn how to deal with it then you're in the wrong you're in the wrong business because yeah. it's a common trend it's how do you deal with it it's it's bloody hard mm. it's my own fault because because i've already spent the money before i've got the job I've already dreamed what I'm going to do. Yeah. I've already dreamed of the dressing room. I've already dreamed of the part. Oh, that'd be nice if I'll get this, to get that. So I've already, I've already, you've got it. Dreamt of what I'm, I've already thought what I'm doing whilst I'm doing this job that I haven't even got yet. Yeah. So it's my own fault. So the disappointment that I get, I created myself. Yeah. Oh, damn, I can't get that car I wanted now. Yeah. You, you weren't going to get the car anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's basically, I, I, I'm trying. I'm okay with it. I get, I get over it quite quickly. Mm-hmm. But it can be very disappointing yeah. of a part that you want, you know. Yeah. Um, and and uh, for example, with 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 the Trunchbull audition, I was told that I'll be back tomorrow to sing for the director. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's 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 close, you know. I'm going to send you this material. You'll be back tomorrow to to uh, to sing for the director for the final time, yeah. sort of thing. So I went home and wow, I'm 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 really close. Yeah. And um and 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 um they said they'll send me the music, but as we know in our business they could have changed their mind for the day mm-hmm. and saw somebody else, which I totally respect and totally got that. Mm-hmm. But I built it up so much that I told me, I told my agent, they haven't sent me the music through for this. And they went, okay, let me just check. And they went, ah, it, they, they've, it's yeah. not going to go your way now. They, they've, they've gone another way. Uh, they're sorry, but like, yeah. this is what's happened. I went, oh, okay. You know, they shouldn't, they said that at the time. So that disappointment was like, oh, damn it. I was gutted. But I got over it within like a day. You go, you, you play it over your mind, you play it over your mind. And unfortunately, you get used to it in this business. Yeah, it's something that's that you get so, you get good at dealing with. You just get good at dealing with, and and that, that's you know any young aspiring actor out there that are going to drama school know that. Yeah, rejection is a big part of our game. Mm-hmm. It's never really usually personal. No, I've sat in on audition panels, and actually, you know, brilliant people have come in, and you know, going amazing, but just not right for this. Yeah, don't fit the jigsaw. Yeah. Um, I think it's my own fault. Like I said, I build it up. You know, you, 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 yeah, know, you if you go for I, I commercials, do it. I do or spend them, you got a pencil for a commercial. You, you spent, you, you spent yeah. the big commercial check. Yeah, go on an extension. Pay this off, pay the character off, you know, all this. And so it's your own fault sometimes, you know. Yeah. I think the best advice is look, you go in, you give it all, you leave it out there. And that's all you can do. You leave it out there. Yeah. It's in the lap of the gods. Yeah. Go in prepared, go in knowing that you've prepared, go in knowing 
go in knowing that you've worked as hard as you could, go in knowing that you've given all that you can, mm-hmm. and then it's in the lap of the gods. Yeah. And then you go, I haven't got it. Ah, well, I did my best. That's fair enough. Yeah. You go in and you, you didn't prepare, right? You go in, you were underprepared, or oh, I should have done a bit more for that. I didn't quite learn the lines well enough. I didn't quite prepare. I didn't, I didn't have the answers for that. And then you get rejected. Maybe the, the, the disappointment will be a bit, you know, yeah. a, bit, a, bit, a, bit, a bit more. But if you go in and prepare yourself as much as you can for that and give everything you can, mm-hmm. if it doesn't go your way, you can go, ah, well, yeah. I did my best. Yeah, it's and, like, that's, and it's as simple as that. Yeah, I am... Um... I was I went for Magic Mike the West End show. Oh, and I went yeah. for Magic Mike in Vegas. Yeah. When I went for it in Vegas, I got told unofficially that basically I was doing it. Yeah. So in my head, I'm moving to Vegas, yeah. buying a house, I'm doing this, yeah. I'm gonna make X amount of money and live yeah. the dream. Didn't end up doing it. Yeah. Things changed. Yeah. Uh there was a, a guy who worked something to do with Magic Mike, released the cast on Instagram one day. This was like three years ago, just before it opened, and my headshot was on there and then it got taken down. Uh, yeah. And I was like, I've not been told anything. This is so weird. Mm. Turns out didn't end up doing it. Yeah, Fine. Yeah, everything yeah, happens yeah. for a reason. Comes to London. They audition. I audition. I'm like, I've got to get it. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I'm yeah, here. Yeah. I've yeah. got to be doing it. Because yeah. they asked me to do the Ellen launch for Magic Mike in Vegas. Yeah. But I said no, because I was doing Kylie in the UK. Yeah. So I didn't want to uh, pull off a job to go and do another job. Because in my eyes, that's the most unprofessional thing. I would never yeah, 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 let yeah, down yeah. another team. So I was like, cool, that's the reason I didn't get that opportunity. When it comes here, it's mine. Yeah. Auditioned in my head, doing it. Yeah. Nailed it. Again, not doing it. I know. But it's just one of those things that in yeah. your in my head I was like, right. That's it. I prepared for it. Yeah. I was right I was right Def- uh, yeah. talent wise. Yeah. Yeah. Aesthetically. Yeah. Like there's no I already do a similar job to this. There's yeah. no reason that I shouldn't be doing this. Yeah. It's just that there's something that I don't fit yeah. the puzzle. Yeah. And to come uh, to get my head around that was the hardest thing for this for the longest time. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, and yeah, when yeah. everyone speaks to you, they go, How can we not do that job? Yeah. And you go yeah, yeah, and you yeah. go, you know, there's just yeah. something that is not meant to be. Yeah, of and course. And I'm sometimes sometimes you don't get how come you weren't seen for that? You go, Well, I, 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 I don't, don't know. know. You I know, don't you know. Don't. You know, where there's so many things that oh, I'd love to be seen. But that's just the business that we're in. And yeah. A lot of it is mental, is, is your mental strength and your passion to keep going, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, people, I think the people that keep going are normally the most successful. You've got to. You know? It'll come. It'll come. And like, I, you know, and, and I, I'll never forget it when I went to, and it stuck with me really, and I auditioned for quite a few drama schools at mm-hmm. the time. And um, I got into Mountain View and I auditioned for Central, Central School of Speech and Drama. I didn't get in. Mm-hmm. Uh, they sent us home and said, no, it hasn't worked out for you this time. But I, I, I'll never forget who she, I don't, I don't remember her name, but she might have been head of acting at the time. She said, look, just, 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 just to be clear, if you want to be actors, mm. you will be. Yeah. And, 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 and that's, that's, you know, that, that, that's the easiest thing. Of course I love that. That's you know, brilliant. If you want to be, you will be. Yeah. And, 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 and you know, I, I, I remember that. That sticks in my head more than a lot of the auditions that I've had in the past. And I, if, I, if I've seen people at the stage door, when, only, only in Cheltenham, actually, but I, mm-hmm. I saw you, there, was a, there was a young lad oh, he, with his, his mum and dad, and he loved the show, he was about 16, going, oh, he wants to be, he wants to, he wants to be an actor, he's, he's this. And I said, mate, it's a good, stay in school at the moment, do whatever you can at the moment, but you know what, if you want to be an actor, you will be. Just yeah. keep loving it, you know, understand yeah. the business and all that. But if you want to be, you will be. So if you, could, if you say you want to be an actor, yeah. you'll be, mate. The moment you doubt it is when you won't yeah, be. Yeah, exactly. It's easier said than done, but you know of what course. I mean? It's, but that, it's, it's fact, isn't it? You know, if you just, keep, just keep going. You, you will be an actor. You'll do a play. If you want to do a play somewhere, you can call yourself, you know, it's, it's, it will work. So that, that's, that's always stuck with me. And it's just getting your head around it all. It's getting your head around the rejection of it all and not building it up too much, knowing. And unfortunately, sometimes 
it's your only audition in bloody months. Yeah. So everything's, you're clinging everything onto Yeah, you're like, I need I this. Worked for months. I need this. Wolves, wolves are literally clawing at the door. Yeah. Oh, I need this. I need this money. I need to survive the next, you know. And so that kind of disappointment yeah. is hard. But, but, you, but you survive. In the right attitude and the right frame of mind, you will survive. And positivity, will it will, it will get you through. I agree. Yeah. Uh, you've got to go because it's quarter two. But oh, just yeah, before cool. we wrap up, yeah. what's the what's your favourite role you've ever played to date? Um, favourite role to date um, would be um, would be Pete in Hollyoaks. Yeah. I had the the most wonderful time on it. Um, I loved the the awareness of the storyline. I mm. loved I loved what the NSPCC and Childline do. I had the happiest time working up there with the best crew and the best bunch of actors ever. I and I've made friends for life. It was um, it was a it was a story with a beginning, middle, and end that I knew that I was going into. So I knew I had to leave. Yeah. But when I left, I was heartbroken because I had just the best time on that job. Um, I, I loved I loved Hollyoaks. Pete will be back. <laughs> Watch this space. Watch this space. Thank you so much, dude. Cheers, dude. And I urge everyone if you can go watch the full Monty. I promise you, you'll not be disappointed. You'll get to see naked men. You'll laugh. You'll. <laughs> get emotionally attached to them, and it's a brilliant story. Thank you so much, dude. Good luck, Kane. Top man. This episode was brought to you by Level Up Dance Academy, bringing you premium dance training, making you the best dancer you can be so you can have a career better than me. Rhymes, bars, rap star. I'm out. Bah. Thank you for listening to the Ins and Outs podcast. Please leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Subscribe, share with your friends and family, and also follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We out. Peace.